Hello, I'm recording this on uh, February 13th, and that means two things. I hope you all have a chance to enjoy League of Women Voters Day, and it's time for the Darkness News Update, brought to you by Evluma and their Build Your Own Acorn. Yeah, I know. Okay, so acorns are not a popular outdoor fixture for very good reasons in this sort of crap, but I want to point out that these do, the, the actual globe, the actual acorn part of it is a diffuse polycarb, it keeps your glare down. And what it is, is it's big enough to support three, three different kinds of shields. So that means you are eliminating up light. You can also use the shields to block lights to the side. This is a very customizable fixture. And that customization includes timing, dimming, color selection. This is letting you choose to build a dark sky friendly fixture. And you can visit evluma.com to learn more. Let's talk about the news. A international team of entomologists have figured out why flying insects do that thing where they circle lights. So it turns out that what, what these bugs do is that they have an instinct to keep their backs to a light source. So when the light source is very high above them, you know, the sun, the moon, that keeps their, their attitude straight and level. But when the but when that light source is down, it's lower, what happens is that instinct to keep their back to the light causes that, that orbiting, that uh, stalling, that inverting behavior we all see at night. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, I just used a series of hand gestures. Definitely, definitely helped amplify and illustrate this point. We've also found that mosquitoes delay or don't hibernate when exposed to Allen. Uh, this is an Ohio State study of the female tiger mosquito and the female northern house mosquito. That lack of hibernation impulse also affects their egg laying. It is causing a reduction in mosquito populations. We're also seeing that uh, light at night is changing earthworm activity, which is actually increasing <laughs> ragweed. So what happens is that uh, at night, earthworms move closer to the surface so that they forage, so that they can find mates. And that means that they're eating the seeds and disrupting the growth of invasive ragweed. Your allergies are worse because worms can't enjoy themselves at night. That's what happens. We also have a study uh, on mice showing that light fixtures, uh, light fixtures flickering at 40 hertz. Uh, I'll try to demonstrate that in the video somehow. It's a bit hard with the frame rates, but I'll, I'll try to show that. But that means it's coming on and off 40 times a second. Actually promotes sleep. And this could lead to an insomnia treatment down the road. In the UK, the House of Lords Science and Technic Technical Committee has called for action on light pollution. Uh, they actually issued this call in July. They're reiterating it now because we have a new government, and they're hoping that that government will take action. Ghent University has embarked on a three-year light and noise pollution study to determine the effects on biodiversity. We also have Flinders University beginning their own three-year circadian research study targeting the needs of shift workers. So this could lead to improvements in lighting, improvements in other care that would help people who work at night sleep better. In New Zealand, Oxford Forest has been named a dark sky park. Uh, it's not far from Christchurch on the South Island. It's the second uh, dark sky park in New Zealand, and it covers uh, 28,000 acres. In Shenzhen, uh, in China, the province of China, 
as they've passed a new Dark Sky standard. This is a new standard that towns can opt into to uh, change their lighting codes, match their lighting. Uh, that will allow them to pursue Dark Sky status, similar to the village of Xinjiang. In Lakeshore, Ontario, they've passed a new lighting bylaw, specifically a prohibition on any lighting that causes a negative impact to their neighbors. Uh, Lakeshore, Ontario is actually not far from Leamington, which has been, you know, our big patient zero for uh, light, you know, lighting changes or changes in lighting bylaws in Ontario. Leamington had that uh, cannabis farm that turns the skies purple at night. In Toronto, also Ontario, uh, the city council will be reviewing lighting rules after a TD Bank building drew complaints. Uh, This is a very tall building, very bright, very colorful facade lighting, and citizens are complaining about the brightness and color because it's visible from kilometers away. Grand Rapids, Michigan is almost done with its switch to LED street lighting, and some uh, community members have begun to lodge complaints, but there is good news. These fixtures are already smart and they're already dimmable. This can be solved with a literal flick of a switch. In Castle Valley, Utah, uh, they've received a recognition from Dark Sky International showing that they are a Dark Sky community. This is the fourth uh, Dark Sky community status for Utah and 23rd uh, recognition program area recognized by Dark Sky itself. Paonia, Colorado, has begun work on their DSI designation. They actually only needed to change about 20 fixtures, according to an audit by a Dark Sky Colorado member. So let's do the backyard report now. Uh, in St. Andrews, New Brunswick, residents are pushing back on a proposed lobster facility at the neighboring uh, Sitansisk First Nation. Uh, it's already zoned for light industry, and their plans already indicate well-shielded lighting, but uh, the region has been using light pollution concerns to push back on this proposed facility. In Dunpender, Scotland, uh, the locals are trying to deny a cafe a liquor license over, again, concerns about light pollution. This uh, this cafe wants to serve beer and wine until 10 p.m. In Haber Valley, Utah, residents have failed to secure the required signatures to put the LDS Temple proposal on uh, the actual ballot. So again, Haber Valley, that's Wasatch, Wasatch back Utah. They've been pushing against a proposed LDS Temple. One, away, one of the ways they have done that is try to move this to a public vote. That would have been on the November ballot. You know, vote Prop 8, vote no on Prop 8, that sort of thing. Uh, they did not reach the goals, they, the uh, signature goal to get make that happen. In Cody, Wyoming, uh, LDS Temple will go, go ahead thanks to a judge dismissing the complaint against the local planning and zoning board. Uh, in Bernard's, New Jersey, resi- eight residents sued a baseball club to uh, not necessarily stop what they were doing, but to change their procedure. The town had offered a one-year trial to this baseball club to run a baseball field, you know, tournaments, practices, the whole thing. Uh, they were then, after that, you're going to offer them a 20-year lease. and the locals tried to sue to stop this, to extend that trial period another two years, and they cited noise and lighting over as reasons to do that. The judge in question immediately dismissed this, <laughs> and he didn't actually issue a court order, but he has issued a strong recommendation that both groups can find a compromise. And the thing, 
The thing about unreasonable people is that they have this alarming habit of sounding reasonable with their complaints. And, you know, it's been a privilege to work with, you know, the Allen Action people I have, to correspond with them, to read their work. And something I want to point out is that only once have I had heard one person say that the presence of light, the use of light, would be a reason to not do something on its face. And that person was um, perhaps a bit of a class three wackadoo, generally speaking. But what I have found more and more is that uh, the, the word, the phrase that we all like to use is responsible outdoor light at night. And that means it's reasonable. That means it's, there is a rationale for the light. There will be, you know, whether that's you switch it off after extra innings, whether that's, you know, your security lighting depends on motion sensors, that's timers, that's dimmers. These are all things that can be done reasonably and rationally. And I really respect a lot of the people in this community for pursuing not no light, but better light, but, you know, reasonable light. But that's just my opinion. And I hope I presented it reasonably and rationally and respectfully, except for calling that one guy a wackadoo. That was probably out of line. That's just my opinion, not necessarily related to Nailed or the LDF or my TED magazine or our sponsors. They're at Evluma. They can cut you build a responsible, rational, reasonable fixture by selecting the parts you need to put light where you need it, when you need it. That's evluma.com. There is a link in the description. I will see you in two weeks. Take care of yourself. Thank you.